Hey, what's up, everybody? For your fix of fitness, health, life, and laughs, you know where it's at. That's right, it's at the podcast with your host, yours truly, Adam Pullman. What is up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to uh, this episode of the podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about what the freaking heck you're supposed to do when your gym closes down for coronavirus. Uh, crazy times we're in right now. I don't really know what else to say about it. So that's what we're talking about today. We got to figure out how to keep our sanity, how to keep our progress while the gyms are closed, at least here in Colorado uh, over the next 30 days as of now. Could be more. Who the freaking heck knows? Hopefully less. But I don't see that happening. Uh, so we're going to talk about that today. You're going to know what to do uh, when your gym closes to keep your progress going by the end of this episode. A couple more things before we get started. I'm sure you know someone that is scrambling, figuring out what to do since their gym is closing. Um, maybe they're a workout addict. Maybe they're not. And they just want to continue going to the gym to be healthy. Um, they are probably freaking out. So what you can do to help, share this episode with them. Let them know that, hey, this is what you got to do to keep your sanity, keep your progress, and keep your health over the next at least 30 days while your gym is closed. So share this episode with them, share it on your Instagram story, Facebook, wherever you would like to do that. Uh, and then if you want free resources like free guides, articles, uh, an ebook on how to build a faster metabolism, all of that is avail available for free at pullmanfitness.com slash free. And lastly, this is new. So if you're one of those people that uh, has a closed gym and you don't know what to do, uh, right now we're doing a 12-week program. So our custom 12-week 12 12-week programs at Pullman Fitness, uh, they're 50% off right now. So how they work is you'll submit a form uh, at checkout about what you have available at home, what your goals are, what you've been doing up to this point, and I will create a custom-tailored program for you based on all of that information. Uh, and right now, those are 50% off. So if you use the code CORONA50, <laughs> you like that? If you use the code CORONA50, you'll get 50% off at checkout. So make sure you go check that out. That's also at PullmanFitness.com. The spelling on that is P-O-E-H-L-M-A. Annfitness.com. Welcome in, everybody. We are talking about what to do when your gym closes down uh, for coronavirus. Just a freaking weird time we're in right now. I feel like I'm in a movie. Um, one minute, I feel like I know what's going on. The next minute, I feel like everybody's running around like a chicken with their head cut off. Uh, <clears throat> and it's just, it's nuts. I've never experienced anything like it. Uh, so it's really interesting. It's keeping me on my toes, though. So uh, really just enjoying it, trying to look at the advantages and the disadvantages. Uh, and that's kind of the first thing that I want to talk about today when discussing what to do when your gym is closed. And that first little segment, the first part I want to discuss is, like I said, trying to find the advantages in the disadvantages. And you're like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Are you dumb? Disadvantages are different than advantages. One, that's not nice. Don't call me dumb. Two, uh, you can find advantages and disadvantages. And what I mean by that is you say, okay, this is the reality. My gym is closed. Uh, <clears throat> I'm not going to have my normal routine. Things are going to be different. Um, how can I take advantage of this? How can I capitalize on this? Okay. Uh, and there, there might be a few different ways you can do that. I know for me, one of the things that I uh, tend to neglect is my mobility and stretching work. So now with uh, more time that I have to be doing workouts at home with my bands, um, you know, some, I don't have as many commitments because people are canceling things. Uh, we can't be in big groups. So I'm staying at home more often. I've got a little bit more free time on my hands. So I am trying to develop a habit of doing 
a 10 minute mobility and stretching session uh, in my morning routine because the stuff in my morning routine is already a habit. So if I throw that in there, hopefully by the time life gets back to normal, that will continue to be a habit that will benefit my health and fitness for the rest of my life, really. Um, So that's what we need to look for. We need to look for things that we can do that we normally wouldn't because of all the time we have on our hands because of the change of schedule and whatnot. Okay. So for you, that might be stretching and mobility, uh, for you with all the extra downtime, it might just be working out in general. Try to think about what you've wanted to do, but you feel like you haven't had time to, or life has been too crazy. Um, and now that things are a little bit different, try to figure out how you can incorporate that into your life to make it a habit. So look for the advantages in the disadvantage. How can you capitalize during this crazy time right now? So that's the first little tidbit that I wanted to talk about. But other than that, I have uh, a few main points here. So the first one that I that I need to talk about, we definitely have to do uh, is staying active. You have to stay active. Um, if you are in Colorado, your gym has closed for 30 days. I don't know where you're at with other states. I would assume it's something similar, at least for a couple weeks. Uh, so now is not the time to become a couch potato. You know, maybe you're someone who has been going to the gym five to seven days a week for the last six months, you know, you might be the rare case where, Hey, the next week or two, it's a good time to just take a break, go on walks, but don't worry about any sort of workouts or formal training. But for the, for most part, uh, most of us need to continue to stay active. Um, we already get few steps in the day cause we have office jobs. We're just a little bit more sedentary than those crazy gym rats out there. Uh, and so in right now is not the time to go from 4,000 steps a day to, 500 to 1,000 steps a day. Now is the time to get more steps in per day. So we need to stay uh, active. So staying active, like I said, you can get your steps in. One thing that I encourage you to try to do is figure out what your daily average steps are. So if you have a Fitbit, you have a Garmin, uh, a G-Shock, some sort of wearable like that, an Apple Watch, figure out what your average daily steps are in your normal day-to-day routine and then increase that uh, by a thousand. Okay. Try to increase that by a thousand and have that be the average every single day. Uh, cause if you make, you know, a thousand extra steps, a habit right now and continue to make it a habit, when life gets back to normal, you're back in your job, back in your normal routine, uh, your health is going to benefit tremendously in the long term. Okay. So that's number one, stay active, get outside, uh, <clears throat> get some hiking in, get some steps in, uh, and actually getting outside in the sun will help a lot too, especially with your immune system. Getting that vitamin D, uh, can help a ton, um, with your immune system, keeping, uh, diseases away, bacteria away, viruses away, things like that. So that is going to be crucial for you while you have time away from the gym here. Number two, you gotta continue to work out and you're sitting there thinking, okay, no dub moron, but my gym is closed. Okay. I'm not a moron. Number two, I get it. And that's what we're talking about today. So you're going to need to invest in a little bit of equipment to use at home. Do you absolutely have to? No, but I think uh, a quality set of bands is going to get you a very, very long way. You can emulate almost everything with a set of bands um, that you could do uh, in the gym. So, you know, you got a dumbbell row, you can do a band row. You're usually doing a pull up, you can do a lat pull down with a band on an anchor over the top of your head. You can do a ton of different things with a set of bands. Do you need to get dumbbells, kettlebells, a barbell, plates, bench, all of that stuff, cable machines? Absolutely not. Now is not the time to dump tens of thousands of dollars, if not tens of thousands of dollars into a home gym. Right now, you just need to get through the next 30 days and figure out how you're going to stay fit and healthy uh, during this time. And that starts with those bands. So one of the brands that I love and recommend 
is Rubber Bandits, Bandits with a, a Z at the end. You can get a set off Amazon. I think their <clears throat> their highest um, quality package is $75, and they have resist, resistance bands that go as low as, like, I think, two pounds to, like, I mean, it might be 20 pounds to 200 pounds, uh, but it's a very, very big range. You can challenge yourself a lot with those bands. They are looped bands, so they are flat, um, and they are looped together. So if you, you hold out in front of you, it gets, it's a circle. It's just a circle band, okay? Um, and then they have clips and handles that can go onto that loop band so you can use those handles. Uh, those are going to be more versatile than just the standard uh, round bands that already have the handles on them. So I encourage you, whether it's rubber bandits or not, to look for looped bands that are flat, that come with handle attachments that you can clip on there, okay? So the reason I recommend bands is because you're gonna be able to apply resistance, which is what you're doing in the gym anyway. So when we're talking about staying healthy, um, losing body fat, longevity of health, muscle and strength is your insurance for all of that stuff. It's a really good insurance policy uh, and you wanna have that. And the way you get that is by using resistance training, okay? Now the gym is closed, so you can't use standards, standard weights. So we have to use um, a set of bands, okay? Now it won't have the same exact resistance that weights will, um, but if you're not used to bands, I could make the argument that it's going to bring you greater results than what you would be normally doing in the gym because the resistance is different. It gets greater um, the more the bands are pulled, so it can become more and more challenging. Whereas with weights, it's the same resistance uh, for the most part throughout the whole range of motion, okay? So it, using bands will also require you to get creative. It'll be a good switch up. They're very versatile, so you can do a ton of different exercises. Now, what I recommend as far as workouts is staying within a typical strength to muscle building type of routine. So you have your sets and reps. Um, you have your rest periods and things like that. I wouldn't go too circuit crazy, but again, this all depends on what your goal is and what you've been used to in the gym. So let's say in the gym you've been doing three full body strength workouts per week. I would emulate those workouts as best as you possibly can. So if you usually do six to eight reps, do six to eight reps with your bands, you know, for three to four sets. And if you rested for 60 to 90 seconds at the gym, rest for 60 to 90 seconds with your bands. Uh, emulate what your body is used to or what, you're, what you have been doing in the gym up to this point. That way you can continue to progress and you don't lose what you've built up this whole entire time. So if you continue to challenge yourself, push your strength, test your limits as much as possible, you're actually probably going to continue to improve and get better, um, lose more body fat, build more muscle, improve your metabolism even more, even though you're using bands and you're not uh, in the gym. Remember, the intention with these workouts is not to get your heart rate up. It's not to be sweating balls. Um, it's to be really feeling your muscles squeeze uh, and with the intention to build muscle and build strength as well. Now, um, sometimes there are situations where we can't really apply the same resistance with a band or body weight that we could with weights. So the question is, how do we adjust that to make the intensity higher? There are a few different things that I recommend, three different strategies that I think you should use. The first one is going to be uh, modifying your tempo. So this can add a lot of intensity. Um, and your tempo is the amount of you, time you take to do the concentric, which is the muscle squeezing, squeezing portion of your movement, and the eccentric, which is the muscle lengthening portion of your movement. Okay, so the amount of time it takes you to do both of those uh, is your tempo. Now, generally, what I recommend to add more intensity is just slowing down quite a bit. 
So if you usually crank out your reps, try to give a good three, four, maybe even five Mississippi on the way up in your rep as you feel that muscle squeeze, and then do another three to five Mississippi on the way down. So slowing down your tempo a lot will give your body the opportunity to experience more intensity. That way it can change and progress and those muscles will be challenged even more. Um, the second thing is while you control that tempo, squeeze your muscles as hard as you can. So many people are in the gym working out at home, doing whatever, and they're just moving the weight, going through the motions. Okay. Your intent when you are doing a workout like this should be focusing on flexing your muscles in order to move the weight. After all, that's all resistance training is. All you're doing is you're flexing your muscles with resistance. That's all it is. So if you're doing a bicep curl, you're not thinking, okay, I'm going to lift my hand up. You're thinking, okay, I'm going to squeeze my bicep as hard as I possibly can. And that's going to cause my hand to come up as I slowly squeeze my bicep. That's the mindset you should have. You should think from your muscles first and then to your extremities that are holding the weights. So squeeze those muscles as hard as you possibly can and really feel them work. All right. The third strategy to add some intensity to your workouts is going to be um, adding an isometric hold, all right? So if you're at the bottom of a squat, hold your squat for three seconds and squeeze your thighs and glutes and quads as hard as you possibly can and then continue your slow tempo as you come uh, back up, okay? If you're in the middle of a pull-up, when you come up and get to your peak part of the movement, you're all the way at the top, squeeze your back as hard as you possibly can for three seconds and then slowly come down. Adding isometric holds and isometric squeezes um, when your rep is hardest, which is usually at the peak of that concentric movement can really help a lot. So if you're doing a bicep curl, you're curling up. Once you get to your peak, you're holding there, squeezing as hard as you possibly can for three seconds or so, and then doing your three to five Mississippi on the way down. So adding some sort of isometric hold will help add intensity a lot. So those are three strategies that I recommend for adding intensity, uh, to your band workouts if needed. Okay. Um, other than that, other than working out, we need to also work on our stretching and mobility. And like I mentioned, this is something that I'm working on. Okay. Um, I know that this is something most of us need to be working on. Uh, a lot of our goals revolve around looking better, uh, losing body fat, building muscle, shaping our body and things like that. So we tend to neglect our stretching and mobility. Um, and we fail to understand and realize, or at least acknowledge that, our stretching and mobility can actually enhance the results that we see from our strength and muscle building uh, type workouts, okay? So now is the time to focus on stretching and mobility, uh, especially with the extra time that you may have. And if you don't, who gives a freaking crap? Make it a five-minute mobility session. You got five minutes to breathe. Do, do the breathing and the meditation while you're working on your stretching and um, your mobility. So now the question is, okay, what's the difference between stretching and mobility? I think both are fantastic. Uh, with your stretching, you're just trying to lengthen your muscles as much as possible and gain flexibility. Mobility is trying to gain control uh, over that new flexibility that you have, over that newfound range of motion. Okay, so one of the ways that you can create mobility with the new flexibility that you gain uh, is at the peak of the, the stretch, at the peak of the movement, add a squeeze, a little bit of a squeeze to that muscle to get your central nervous system connected with that newfound range of motion. So for example, um, let's, let's say we're doing a pigeon stretch. So I've got one leg at a 90 degree angle in front of my body. The other leg is straight behind me and I'm sitting on the outside part of my front leg. So I'm stretching out that glute muscle there. Uh, as I lean forward, I'm gonna feel a stretch and I'm gonna get looser and looser and looser. And as I do that, I'm going to push my front knee and shin into the ground to add a little bit of a strength and a little, add a little bit of central nervous system connectivity 
to that newfound range of motion in that pigeon stretch. So that's how you can work on your stretching and mobility. But the main point with number three here is to just do it. Um, we don't do it enough. You might be at home. You might be um, working out. Uh, you might have more time to work out. Excuse me. You might have more time on your hands in general. So dedicate some of that to the stuff that you don't normally do. And for most of us, um, that is stretching and mobility. All right. The last thing outside of working out is you know, if you don't have, if you're having less time to spend driving to the gym and whatnot, um, you're going to have more time on your hands to focus on your nutrition. Okay. Maybe it's just one meal that you focus on. Um, but this is a good opportunity, uh, over the next 30 days to really capitalize on what you're weak in. So let's say you usually don't get enough vegetables. Uh, try prioritizing vegetables during one meal, get your body accustomed to what vegetables feel like on a consistent basis. That way your body yearns for those things when you get back to your normal routine and you're going to give yourself an opportunity to realize, wow, my body feels a whole hell of a lot better when I'm prioritizing my nutrition. Okay. So do what you're not usually good at, whether that's getting enough protein, getting enough greens in, getting enough fruits in, uh, just capitalize on those things nutritionally. And you will definitely see progress as you are away from the gym over the next 30 days. All right. So key takeaways here. Uh, first one, just keep up with your steps. All right. Stay active somehow. Try to increase your average daily steps by at least a thousand. Number two, continue to train uh, with your set of bands, all right? So um, you can add resistance with those three tactics I gave you, slowing your tempo down, um, squeezing your muscles as hard as you possibly can, and then adding isometric holds in your movements, but continue to exercise and work out as you would have if you were in the gym using those bands. And then uh, that third one training wise is just focus on the things you normally wouldn't. Usually that's stretching and mobility. This can help you move better, feel better, and alleviate chronic pain that you've had for a long time. Uh, and then the last little tidbit, focus on some nutritional weaknesses that you have and use this extra time as an opportunity to capitalize on those and create new healthy habits as you go back into your regular routine once this crazy coronavirus stuff settles. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you have a question that you would like to have answered here on this show, you can submit your question on my Instagram story. My handle is Adam underscore Pullman fit. Every single Sunday, you'll see a question box in my story that says, ask me a question. That is your green light to ask as many health, fitness, and nutrition questions as you would like. And I'll answer them shortly there on the story and then here in detail, long form on the show. And then if you want more free content, a free guide on protein, a free guide on how to build better arms, a guide on or an ebook on how to build a faster metabolism, all of it is available for free at pullmanfitness.com slash free. And then our 12-week program is 50% off. So if you're stuck at home, you need ideas for workouts, go ahead and go to pullmanfitness.com slash programs and enter the, co the code Corona 50 in that 12 week program, uh, checkout page to get 50% off. And I'll create a custom, uh, at home workout for you. Thank you for being here. If you enjoyed this episode, spread the love, share it with your friends and family, let them know what they need to do while they're away from the gym during this coronavirus season. Thanks for being here. Oh my goodness, I cannot believe it is over already. Hey, thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. Hey, listen in. If you have a health and fitness goal that you are trying to reach, I don't know what else to say other than to say it must be a match made in heaven. If you didn't know already, Pullman Fitness exists to transform the body, mind, and spirit through personal coaching and sustainable fitness plans for any stage of life. So if you want to reach your goals, build sustainability, and enjoy life all at the same time, you guys got to check out Premier Coaching at Pullman Fitness. From custom tailored programming to 24-7 access to your personal coach, you'll have everything that you need to succeed. 
You guys can find out a lot more about Premier Coaching as well as our membership program at PullmanFitness.com. Hey, if you enjoyed the show, share the love by leaving a five-star review and introducing the podcast to your friends and family. As always, thank you so much for listening, and until next time, this is The podcast.